Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. Yeah, and just run it straight back up if you can, and then it's a, it should ratchet as you pull it down. Okay, so we're live. Um, this is Brian Jump with uh, Denco. We've got a really big treat today. I've got Tino De La Cruz with us today. Um, a little backstory as I inter- introduced uh, Tino. He's a PDR tech. Um, I don't know if you're doing any other services. I know way back in the day you were doing some other stuff. Yes, Just dense. Okay, smart guy. Um, lesson for you over there, Isaiah. He's he learned other stuff, but he he stayed with PDR. So maybe something to think about. Um, Tino's a former student, so and it's been 20 years. So this is like I said, it's a great treat to circle back. Um, so we're going to go through maybe his origin story. We'll talk about why he chose PDR. Um, I've trained thousands of people, and I, for whatever reason, I remember a lot about Mr. De La Cruz, um, our experience. I remember some of our conversations. Um, for whatever reason, it just stuck with me. And we've we've had communication. At, a few times throughout the, the years or even decades, which has been kind of cool. Uh, but this is, like I said, it's a treat. It's going to be good for people who are considering learning PDR. Uh, you can look at the, at the, gather the wisdom from, from Tino um, and even our student who's who's off camera right now working on a aluminum tailgate. He's going to probably be able to, 17-year-old Isaiah here from Maine, uh, he'll be able to glean some information as well. So without further ado, Tino, um, Let's start. Let's get get right after it. Let's talk about uh, um, why you chose PDR and, and, and what you were doing, maybe come leading into it. Right. So I used to have a pipeline construction company putting actual gas pipelines for SoCal gas. Right. Got a lot of employees, union company, and that's what I did out of college. Worked for the company, started the business, and it was cute. That's the bottom line. I was yeah. working crazy. The last year I had the business. I went to the uh, hospital three times. I thought I was having a heart attack. Stress. I remember you told me you were really stressed. Just stress. I remember I saw this lady doctor the last time. She said, what do you do for a living? So I told her. She said, you need to find another job. Another occupation. Yeah. So, you know, there's always a lot of reasons why we change. And, and you know, I got to a point in my life where I wasn't enjoying it. I had, I had a lot of goals where I wanted to make money and all the different things, which I had done. But now the business controlling me. I wasn't enjoying that. Two little girls, and I was always working. Yeah. I wasn't seeing them. I'd, I'd leave in the morning when they were sleeping. I come home when they were sleeping. Yeah. My daughter would be playing softball, and I tell my wife, when I'm here, physically but mentally, I can't shut up. And I used to always think, man, what? How much would I pay if I could just shut up? Yeah. Just shut up. I can do it. Finally, you know, a lot of things happened um, where I just said, you know what? I'm gonna do something else. Yeah. And I had. Years before that, I paid a guy, a PDR guy, to take out some business and sell my wife's car. He came to our house. I was fascinated by what he did, but I thought the guy was a total jerk. Okay. He, he did the work too fast. was too fast. The guy didn't talk to me. He wouldn't let me see anything. Uh-huh. He was just a jerk. And I told myself I would never use that guy again. Right. But that always stayed in my mind the way he treated me. Right. Um, but I'm OCD and everything I've done my whole life. But I was just fascinated by it. And I always have been in the course. So, you know, when, when I had my business, my construction business, I used to detail for fun. Mm-hmm. And I got really good at it. Yeah. 
and then people would ask me to go tell their clients. So I would do that for fun. Yeah. When I was making the decision to switch, I knew it would be something with cars. Sure. So I started researching. And I looked at detailing, I looked at painting wheels, bumpers, mm -hmm. review, all, all that yep. stuff, interior, a whole bunch of things. And what I saw was PDR was the most difficult to learn. Right. And it made the most money. There you go. So whereas a lot of other businesses, if you just have money, just buy the business. Right. But you can't buy the skill. It, it, yeah. You, yeah, you cannot yeah. buy it. You have to put in the work. That's yeah. it. So I made a decision. I said, you know what? I'm going to do PDR. Everybody thought I was crazy. Here I was going to work, meeting mm -hmm. with the gas company, wearing a coat and tie. You're a corporate guy. You got yeah, hundreds of employees. Exactly. I uh, I went to UC Berkeley, graduated from Berkeley. Yeah. The gas company sent me to the Anderson School of UCLA for a certificate program, nice. which is like an MBA, just to kind of meet. Yeah. Here I was, highly educated, running a big business, and I was going to do PDR. Blue collar. Yeah. You went from Blue high level, level white collar. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I said to myself, I want a business where I'm doing the work. I don't want employees, especially in California. I don't want employees. Yeah. Um, I want to work outside. I want to handle my own schedule. And and God gave me all that. Mm -hmm. You know, did he just gave yeah. me all that? And I family just, man, you got to raise a family too. You got you got There's a lot of bills in California. Yeah. And they cheap. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, running a business in California is tough. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> so we, I remember when Tino came to me, you first learned PDR. And then I remember you said you were going to do detailing anything out of the house. You were going to bring people yeah. into the house. I remember you showed me a photo of your garage, the way it was all decked out. It looked really yeah. nice. Yeah. Uh, nice it, tiles it, or something. Let me back up before that, though. Yeah. Um, how I decided to come to your class, your, your school. Thanks. So there was three schools I was looking at, three of them in Southern California. And I went to one. I won't mention any names. But I went to one beautiful conference room. Beautiful board, really nice. Mm -hmm. And they're talking theory, the whole thing. Look at. Then I went to your old place, and, and I where said, was that? Where was that? This Which was one? in Winter uh, uh, Park. Winter Park, Fullerton, maybe. Fullerton. 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 Yeah, okay, Fullerton. way up there where the body shop was. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. In, anyway, so I, I show up and I say, I'm here to see Brian. And they say he's in the back. He's over there. I go in the back. I'm here to see Brian. He's right there. You were on the ground. There's a gutter, little little nice. gutter coming I'm through. In the gutter. The little water's kind of going through. Your back is in it, going through. You're underneath. They're working on this bumper, trying to push out the corner. And you're down there. And I say to myself, "This is what I want to be." This is the guy's working hard. Yeah, yeah, this is this is the work. It's real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is it. This is. Yeah. So based on that, I said, "I don't want to be in a classroom." I mean, I've already had all that. I don't need right. that. I need. So I had I had the business skills and all that stuff. I said I need I need the, the skill. So when I saw that, I said, "Here's a guy who's getting dirty. Here's what I got to learn." And that's how I decided to do that. Right. So yeah, with the, so in the beginning when I started, so I, I had to get really good, obviously, at PDR, and that takes time. Even I mean, it just takes time. And we keep getting better. Hey, I'm better today than I mean this year. I'm better than last year. Right. And, you know, I and you can be better tomorrow. Yeah, I am better. And every time I, I every day I do, I try to get better. Right. But in the beginning, I actually did windshield repair, I did detailing, and I did PR. Yes. I did I did all of them. So in the beginning, I actually would wash, go by and do one car in the morning, wash cars, one one car in a strategic area by a school so everybody would see. Uh, so I had a nice black truck, blue flames on it, my logos, everything on it. And then I would do one detail and then PR. Right. And then and then whatever windshield repair I could do. Then little by little, I dropped windshield repair, 
And then little by little, I dropped the wash in the morning. Absolutely. Then I dropped the detailing when I was going to do only PR because right. it didn't make sense. You know, I was it, the opportunity cost. So whatever time I was spending on detailing, if I could do the same time with PBR, I was making a lot more money. Yeah. It just didn't make it. It didn't make sense. Yeah, to do this. But math. in the beginning, though, I needed. I mostly did well. It brought me in some income for sure, but it also gave me exposure. People saw me. Right. People saw me out working. Exactly. Ass, yeah. And what do you do? That's how I got more customers. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So that was 20 years ago. Um, you went through the class. I don't remember if it was a week or two. Do you remember how long? We did it was probably two weeks. Two weeks. Okay. So we did two weeks in Fullerton. Fullerton, it, we've had several locations since then. Um, the reason we did Fullerton was near the auction back in the day when right. we would do K. Yeah. Um, and then what had happened was uh, Tina went through the class and then you were telling the story to we were two students here down. This is a Saturday with they're getting extra practice in. So tell them the story about what you would do with the panels and to level up. Right. So so what I would do, it, I still had my business when I went to the school. And what I did is I would go to a body shop and I would get a door that was damaged, but it had at least three quarters of it was still good. Yeah. So I take it home, I put a dent, take it out. A dent, take it out. And I would do like 500 dents on each, each panel. Yeah. And I would practice every single day. Minimum, minimum 30 minutes. And again, this is this is when I was getting ready to go out before I touched right. the car. Sometimes on Saturday and Sundays, I do eight to ten hours, literally eight to ten hours. Yeah. And it was just I had to before I touched the customers' cars, I wanted to be good enough. Where if I can't take it off a panel in my backyard, I'm not gonna do it at a customer's car. Right. How's it gonna change? Right. And then so so that was that was so my kind of my strategy was that I did I did first in my backyard. First car I ever worked on was my mother's car. I figured if I screwed it up, eventually she'd have to figure it away. So yeah. that was actually that was literally the first car I ever did. Eventually. Yeah. Then what I did is, and you actually sent me in this direction. There was an area called Southgate over here in, in, in SoCal where it was a lot of small independent dealers, tons of them. Yeah. And they had a lot of cars, a lot of them were beat up. Yeah. I actually went over there and I would just, my wife would say, you have any work? I said, nope. What are you going to do? I'm going to go get work. So I would yeah. go, I would park my truck, I would go to the dealer. And, and if they said no, I would say to myself, you know what, it's their loss. Yeah. I literally would say that to myself, it's their loss. Yeah. I'd go to the next guy. Little by little, I started picking up work there. Yeah. And of course, they all wanted a free one to show them. Oh, more. absolutely. Eventually, I learned. It's a good like, game. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy would say, oh, I'm going to get you all this work. I said, why don't you give me all the work first, then I'll give you a car. Yeah. You know, exactly. really, they were just. But anyway, I started there because if I. Oh, this is good software. It actually picked right back up. All right, we got lucky. All right, so I'm sorry. We got interrupted. You were talking about the dealers. Yeah, so I went to small dealers. Um, and let me just say this. The reason I went to these, this particular area was they, they didn't have any new, any new cars. It was all just used cars. Right. Small independent guys because I knew I wanted to end up with the new car dealers. Right. And the reason is they all have used cars, but they're not as beat up. Okay. So in the long run, that's what I wanted to be. And I knew that if I messed up with the new dealers, then how do you get back? Right. So I knew if I went to this particular area, I could learn. So I would be there like three days a week, and I considered my training grounds. Right. That's where I went. They had Day training. cars. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And it was tough. And man, it was it was hard. But I got good. Yeah. You know, that's that's where I learned. I could make mistakes, and a lot of times they just they didn't they just just make it better. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. Make it better. And I, I worked on bigger dance, and I worked on everything. 
Was glue pulling out then when you were doing that? You know, there was a little bit, but it was brand I didn't new. Do it, yeah, I yeah. didn't do it as much at yeah. that time. Uh, and I still don't do it as much now, as much as I should. But but at that time, no, I, I was just, I was trying to learn how to use my tools. Right. That's it. I yeah. wanted to learn how to take out dance, do it without, you know, without breaking the pulse. Mm -hmm. You hear what you said, Isaiah, by that? You see, uh -huh. he could have glue pulled, but he wanted to learn tools, which is what I, it's one of the things I preach. Get good with the tools. It doesn't mean, you know, build your glue pull game. But at the end of the day, tools first because they're more precise, and then glue pulling is going to be your complement. Yeah, what I do, I, I use glue pulling, especially on bigger dances, to help it move the dance. But, yeah, you know, all of us develop our own skills. Right. And what I found with me, the way I work, now, the other thing too, back then when I started, there was no YouTube. Right. There was, I mean, you had to learn. Which I is mean, brutal. When I first started, I, mean, I would call you sometimes, hey, hey Brian, and you would give me advice over the phone. Right. But I realized, look, I, I got to just figure it out. Right. I got to figure it out. And I would try different tools, and I would try access, and I would try, 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 try. You couldn't go on YouTube and, you know, how do I do this? How do I take this tail back? You can't do that. People don't, re people don't realize how, what a source YouTube oh, is. I use it. I use it. Massive. Yeah. Massive. Yeah. And the thing is that I had to, I developed my skill the way I do it. And there's times today when somebody will say, hey, we got this new hammer now and I'll, and I'll buy this hammer for 125 bucks yeah. for blending. Yeah. And I try it and I try it and I try it. I go back to my Jankraft hammer. Mm -hmm. I have one for blending and one for, for just tapping whatever yeah, else yeah. I do. Yeah. And I go back to the way I taught myself because I can move metal better. Right. But everybody does, you have to develop your skill. You have to right. develop your way of doing it. And and I, you know, I don't do everything, and I, I specialize in my type of work. Okay. Yeah. And there's enough of it to keep oh, you yeah. busy. You okay. don't need to go broad. Like um, Isaiah had a great question. He was asking, I'm sure you've been asked. He's like, what about chrome bumpers? You know? I, I don't. I see guys right. out there. I see guys out there. That, it's possible. Uh, Bumper man, I think is the guy out here. I see, I see him. I don't, I don't. There, are, I don't do hail. You know, people ask. Because there's hail cars that get out here. Yes, we get hail. The last car I did was, the last hail car I did was probably over ten years ago. Yeah. And I, me, and, and another guy, we did it. Mm -hmm. And then I, we spent about uh, probably six and a half hours together doing so. It's you know thirteen hours. Yeah. Of, and I just said to myself. I'm losing work, <laughs> you know. Even though, even though, I'm, I'm, even though I'm doing here, but I have dealers, I have repeat customers yeah. that I'm I'm losing time on. Right. So I made a decision. I'm not doing hail. Yeah. And I don't do anything with hail. Yeah. I don't do anything. I don't do anything on the roofs. If I if I have to drop, you know, headliner. those guys that would drop the headliner, drop the sunroofs, all that. I don't do any of that. Yeah. I, I don't do. It takes too much time. Now, if I'm right. at a dealer and or at a body shop, they got it down. No problem. I'll get in and do it. Right. But. That's not what I do. That's not what I do. All of that takes time. All of that takes risk because I'm doing enough sunroofs to put it back and then if it leaks. Yes. So I made a decision. I don't do any of that type of work. Yeah. And, and I, don't, I don't need to. I don't right. need to. It's enough that you can I be send, out of Yeah, I'll send them somewhere else. I'm sorry I don't do it. Yeah. 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 So, you're, so your current mix right now, like I said, I remember back in the day, I remember you said you wanted to go to like Bellflower or Southgate. You were going to do like the Latino community. And I was just like, Oof, I don't know, you know, but then knowing w what you said now about about cutting your teeth and not burning good dealers makes a lot of sense, yes. you know, because 
because if you make a mistake and, and somehow they judge you on that, they won't, don't want you back, no love lost, right? right? It's not like you went to Newport, you know, Rolls-Royce, you know, uh, Porsche, whatever, you know, where it could be a really good account and you make a mistake there and that could be the net loss of six figures with an annual business right. versus this little mom and pop guy that might be five grand a year or something. Yeah, like yeah, and the thing is also if you make a mistake and you break your paint, well, it's financial. Expensive. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, so when I, okay, when I had my construction company, I had one customer in SoCal, right? It was one right. customer. So, when times were good, they were good. Yeah. When it was slow, where do you go? Where do you go? No one, one egg, one so, basket. So, one thing that I told myself is I need to diversify, even though all I do is PDR. Right. My customers are good. So, I work in LA County, yep. mostly a lot of the areas are Hispanic areas. Yep. And I work in Orange County. Yep. So, every day of the week, I go to a different area. I have one to three dealers as my core. That's like what I call my anchor. Yeah. So I, I'll go to the, like to that area, and then what I do, I tie in my retail work as customer comments. Around that area. And I, like I'll tell a customer, for example, I'm only in your area on Monday. They'll say, but I need you there on Tuesday. Right. And I say, look, I'm sorry. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Because I'm not going to zigzag. Deficiency. And I have enough work. Okay. Now, let me just back up. Maybe in the beginning, I had no choice and I had to do it. Right. You crossed okay. down and said that. Yeah. yeah. But that was not the goal. And when I, so goal. today, I can tell the customer, I'm sorry, I'm only there on Monday. Right. I'm only there on whatever day. And that's what I do. So I have some, some smaller dealers, but I have I have dealers in different areas. So when, the, when things slow down in one county, other counties are still busy. I have the typical Chevy, Mazda dealers, and I have the Land Rover mm-hmm. dealers. Yeah. So, generally, the high-end cars, regardless of the economy, they're always selling. They're always selling. They're always selling, no matter what. It's always big yes, money. Yes, yes. And then I have body shops, and I also do the, the warranty work where when people buy their new cars, they buy yeah. a package uh-huh. you know, that has wheels and dents and all you that. You do the warranty dance. So, I do that directly for those companies. Mm-hmm. So, I do that for about five companies. Okay. And, just now, and then what I do there, I tie that work to my anchor dealers. Right. I don't, again, same thing. Right. If I'm going to be in that area, if they can't. Do it in the days that I'm in that area, then I just time each other. Sure. Because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna zigzag. No. I try to stay under that no. I'm content. I mean it's a real good paying job. Right. <laughs> hey, no problem. Well, it's, it's, it's math. There. Yeah, yeah. You time is money. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So I I have different I have different type of customers and no matter what, every day somebody's not working. Right. But my anchor is the dealer, that's where I go to that area, then I add the work to it. Right. Yeah. And, and and I have some customers that I've had, you know, for 16 years. So yeah. my Ford dealer I've been going for 16 years. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. The, Loyalty. Yeah. You know, what I try to do is, is uh, it, you know, what I found, it's cheaper to keep customers than it is to be a new customer. And easier, especially in SoCal. There's a lot of dent techs there, as you know, right? Yeah. Get in a Ford store, you're probably doing volume, I'm, I'm assuming. They sell a lot of cars. The, the financing is easier at a Ford store. They'll write, they used to just write just about everybody. So that you, in, like I was telling Isaiah, yeah, it's fun to work on a pretty car, like a Rover or a Rolls Royce, whatever, Porsche. It'd be a little stressful as a new tech, but it, it's fun. But at the end of the day, it's about volume. You, you want to show up at a dealer and do five, eight, ten cars if you can, every business. That's, talk about efficiency. So, so that, that's the thing. So how many, uh, just, just for context, how many cars a day do you think you do? And then, are you are you working full time? Are you not yeah. doing this twenty years still? Yeah, no, no. I'm working uh, five days a week, okay. and and so it's full time. Um, 
you know, you just say another thing about the dealers. Another dealers, and I try to do this in one, if they have beat up cars, they're not, I, I've already learned. <laughs> right. Now, they're not going to pay. Any dealer that buys beat up cars, they're not going to pay. They right. want to do cheap. I've already learned. I've already done that. So you so pick and choose your dealers. I go to the dealers. So what I did when I started with these dealers, and they were, in the beginning, they were all bad. Isaiah, listen to, listen to what yeah, people said. They were all, all bad dealers. Yeah. In terms of beat up cars, they want to pay less possible. Yeah. So then what I would do, when I got a new dealer, I would say to myself, that new dealer has to be at least better than half of my dealers. So if there was a guy that was down here, why do mm -hmm. I need him? I already right. got guys here. Yeah. So then what I would do is, if this guy was better, I'd go up here, mm -hmm. drop this guy. Yeah. And then another dealer would come, he'd be up here, I'd drop. Do you so understand why? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I Time. dropped all those dealers that had the beat of cars, yep. and I replaced them with dealers that had, if they have new cars in the lot, they right. also have used cars. And so explain, and you probably know, how does a dealer bring in beat-up cars versus newer cars? Do you know how they're buying or how they're bringing well, them in? Well, generally it's the type of the dealer. Because, for example, right. uh, the new car dealer wants a certified vehicle. They have a certified vehicle. Yeah. That is basically they're saying, hey, it's a used car, but it has a new, it's a new yeah, car. Yeah, and they give them money for they're it. They're not, yeah. And they're, they don't want to have to repaint all these bunch of panels on it. They don't want dents on it. So those guys are going to the auction. They're buying cars that are not beat-up. Right. They're usually off-lease. They're yeah, not exactly. repos. Lease returns. Re lease returns. Yeah. Repos are the ones where people couldn't make the payment. They're beating yeah. the heck out of them. Yeah. Their ex-wives, you know, whatever. They're getting fights in the ghetto. So, but off-lease, these people are taking care of those cars. Yeah. They don't want to have to get stung with the fees right. for damage. Or they're getting recon before they go back. So, yeah. they might have some minor stuff. Well, when I, for example, I do a few Land Rover, Land Rover dealers, and I always put my mark inside when I work on the car. Yeah. I just did one the other day. It's the third time I worked on it. And the first time I worked yeah. on it was in 2020. I worked on it because I, I put the month of the year on the inside of the jam. I just put like, like for example, if I worked on it today, yeah, I put like for example, I worked on it today. I put 10-3. So I did in Isn't October. Cool? Of I've never heard of anybody doing that. It's pretty yeah. cool. So yeah, that cool. car told me I worked on it in 2001. Yeah, so 20, 21, I just did it in 23. Same car. So I knew that I had done two. And, and three oh, times. And the reason is these guys will lease the vehicles in yeah. a year, three years, they turn it in. And turn it back in. And the person buys it. Yeah. And, 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 they're, and they're leasing it and they're paying to have dents taken out. Absolutely. They, you know, SoCal is, is an extension of themselves. Mm -hmm. and, oh. You know. Yeah. Image. Yeah. Let, let, me tell you, let me tell you this. I have a friend with a doctor. And he's not really in the cars. And we meet all the time. Yeah. You know, for, for I'm not going to sign his brief for coffee. And he says, I don't understand why people will pay to get these dings out. <laughs> and I told him, I said, look, I, I'm just like you. Yeah. That's what I mean. He said, look. Patient comes into you, and then you ask them, where does it hurt? And they'll yeah. point, you know, it hurts right here. Yeah. And you tell them, I can fix that. Yeah. Okay, if I show up to a customer, I say, where does it hurt? Yeah. And they point at the car. Yes. You know, it hurts right here. Yeah. It's a dent. Yeah. Right? So I fix the dent. The car doesn't care that I have a dent. It's the person. The customer cares. Yeah. So I'm people. fixing the, the customer. Person. Yes. So when I'm there, I'm working the car, but I'm... I'm helping the person. And when I, so that, that one time when I said that, I didn't like the guy who went to my house and he was a real jerk. Yeah. That always stayed in my mind. Yeah. So when I'm working, if the customer's there, I'm explaining what I'm doing. Sure. I'm talking to them. Yeah. I'm giving them the confidence that I know what I'm doing. Right. And I'm fixing them, mm -hmm. not the car. See, Absolutely. a lot of techs miss that. They, they think, think it's the car. Yeah. You, no. It's I mean, not. we're going through the car to the person. Just like, you know, when we work, I mean, that's that's what we're doing. So when I told them that, I said, that's what I'm doing. I'm making yeah. the person feel better. Because when they're in their car, they this is an extension of themselves. It that's is. who they are. 
Yes, yeah. just like dressing nice. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And but you have to appreciate. It. So there's times when I've been calls like on Saturday or something, and the customer I can tell, and I didn't work on Saturdays, but I'll say, look, if you want to come to my house, I'll do it. And then they'll say, well, why? I knew it. Like like you know, like the guy would come to my house, and then his wife's there, and I'll just say, I knew it was important to you. And yeah. she, the wife will say, man, you're right. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to sleep. You know, and literally, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's crazy. The customers, yeah, they so you have to read, and some don't care. Some, for yeah. example, the company just wants to sell it. Yeah, different deal. Yeah, but you have to read the customer. Nice, it's not just a car. It's what is why does the customer I always ask myself this question? Why does the customer want this vehicle? Mm -hmm. That determines what price you can charge. That Absolutely, determines all kinds of the the, yeah. the level of expectancy and work. If this is my baby, and you know, it has to be perfect and right. then charge the customer more because they want it perfect. The sure. guy just says, I just want to get rid of this car. Yeah. I just want it when the customer, I just don't want them to see the dents. Yeah. They're not going to pay that dollar. They, Probably not. But. Or they prefer not to. Yeah. But I'm going to go through it quickly. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, it's not going to, it doesn't have to be perfect because yeah. the customer just, Lisa just doesn't want to see. Right. We always, it's the lease return. I, I just don't want them. And I know when they do the lease return, they just have to walk around. They're it. not going to be yeah. with a so, Yeah. So you got to know why, why yeah. does this customer. Why does he want these dents up? It's very right. important. You gotta ask that question. You gotta ask that question. The first, the first, when we, you see, he's actually been on my shoulder like a parrot when we've had uh, customers come here during your training. And the main thing I, I'll say, and I've, I've trained everybody that's here, either Hunter, my son, or Jeff, the painter, we all do estimates. And the question you have to ask is, how did this happen? Yeah. And how does it happen really means, what is the value of this damage to you? Yeah. And I'm finding that way in a very tactful way. First of all, I'm, I'm empathizing. Because it allows me to be empathetic. I'm really sorry that that didn't happen to you at Costco and nobody left a note. Right. You hear that all the time, right? Yeah. And But then it tells me, is it a two-party repair? Did someone hit the car? Am sorry. I going to charge them full pop? Is the lease return where they're trying to get out the minimum amount? Because it's, it's, a, it's a loan car, right? They're renting it. Mm -hmm. so they don't, or is it their baby, like you said, and they can't sleep at night because there's one speck in and they're tossing and turning in bed because their car is extension to them. Is not is not what in good good uh, form or well being, you know. So and that like you said, Tino's got it. It's all about it's it's a, what I call it, feels. It's about what the customer feels. That's right. You know. So so you're doing your dealers. You're doing some retail. Um, body shops. I do, you got I some do body it. shops. You're doing it all. Yes. You're doing warranty work, which is good. Do you do any rent, rental turnbacks or oh, no? yeah? Okay. Yeah. Now, fortunately, I'm at a point now where I have. Okay. Let me just say this. I do look. Which is probably a little different, but you know, one of the guys do. I do zero. I don't pay for any advertising. When I first started, mm -hmm. I did three years of yes. advertising just to get my name out sure. for retail. I do zero advertising other than my truck. Okay. Nice. Same truck as over train back in the day? This is a newer one, same okay. version. Good. It's a Silverado four door, lowered. Okay. Long wheels, blue flames on it, the mm -hmm. reflective. Like the other one? Yeah, exactly the same look. And, and the reason I do that with my truck, very important, when I was getting my truck set up, um, and this is a true story here. Um, I was getting it set up, and the lady across the street from me used to mail a bunch of packages. And this little beat up truck came in to drop off a package, and the lady wouldn't open the door. Yeah. And I was, and I looked across, and, I said, and the guy says to me, Hey, can I leave the package here? I said, Don't worry, yeah, leave it there. When the guy left, she opened the door, she waved at me. The next couple <laughs> days, the UPS truck pulled up. Mm -hmm. Before it stopped, she was out the door waving at the guy. And I said to myself, What's the lesson? I need to be like that UPS truck. Yeah. But the, now the UPS truck, they don't read UPS, they know the brown truck. Right. 
So I said to myself, right. I need to have something on my truck that people know. That's where I came up with bootleg. My wife and I were watching American Graffiti. Okay. And they had the lorry cars mm-hmm. with black with, with flames yeah, on it. Yeah, identifiable. So I told my wife, that's what we do. I'm going to put flames on it. So yeah. people will call me and say, are you the guy with the black truck with green flames? Yes. I said, yeah, that's me. Yeah. So the reason I have that is when people see my truck, once they've used me, they never forget my truck. Yeah. It's like, the, it's like the UPS truck, the yeah. long truck. Yeah. So, and then at night, the, the flames, all my lens reflective. So, my work is, my truck is working day and night. So, they see my truck, they see it. Um, so, that's when I drive around, I get a lot of work for my truck. Yeah. But I don't pay for advertising. Yeah. I don't do any of that. And my goal, every time I do a job for a customer, I want that customer to be my salesperson. I was going to say, watch me. Yeah. That is it. That is it. I have huge sales. Mm-hmm. And when I will not leave the customer. For example, if you're not happy, I don't charge. If I'm not happy because there's some reason I couldn't get it just right, I do not charge. Because it's I, his reputation. That's right. I, it, or if somebody wants me to do a job that's not going to look good, I won't do it. And they'll say, I just make it better. I said, nope. Why not? Because your neighbor is going to come over and look at it and gonna say, who did that? Oh, right. that's dead speaker. Or just you, just yeah. your own people. Not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. not going to do it. Not going to do it. Um, so what I try to do is is not leave unless that customer is happy. Yeah. Now, there's Yelp and everything else. All the stuff online. I don't do that. Yeah. Now, again, this is a business decision that I made. Yes. Now, one of the reasons is there are a lot of young guys. I'm 60 years old. There are a lot of young guys who are really good. They post. They do all this stuff. And I see some of the guys do a lot of stuff. When I started like with Google, a lot of times it was, it was wasting my time because a lot of people would send me stuff. And, and it's just me. It's just me. So I just said, nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to yeah. keep my customers. So the same dealers, the same body shops, the same retail customers, and then they're going to refer more work. That's right. So I'm at a position now where I don't need to advertise. And like the Yelp people call me and I just say, I'm sorry. I don't yeah, you don't need it. Yeah, I don't need it. And I don't waste time on it. Because you, it takes time to respond. And now, I do have the page. Some once in a while, someone, but the first thing I say is, hey, can you just text me? It's faster. I get out of it. Just text me. And I do that. Right. But what I have found, and I, li- I mean, I literally have customers that are the same customers from when I started. Right. The same customers. That's crazy. And 20 years. Yes. Now, 16, whatever. So so here's, here's, here's why I knew I was doing things right. So I had this lady call me. And she said, I guess I'm supposed to call you. That's what she said to me. And I said, why is that? She says, well, let me explain. She says, I was at a Target, and the lady next door, her kid, opened the door, put a dent in my brand new car. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, like three weeks old car. Yeah. And then the lady whose son hit the, she says to the lady who called me, here, call this guy. He will take out your dent. Call dents be gone. Yeah. Right? She goes home. She's in her driveway looking at her brand new car. The neighbor comes over. What happened? She says, I got a dent. The neighbor says, I got a guy for you called Dents Be Gone. She goes in the house. She calls her brother. She says, you're not going to believe what happened. Yeah. Her brother says, call Dents Be Gone. Oh, my gosh. So she said, I, I Yeah, you I were surrounded her. Yeah. And see, that's, those were my salespeople. Yes. That were, that's, so that's what I do. That's yeah. what I try to do. If you, if you, I never leave without the customer being 100% satisfied. Yeah. Never, ever leave. And if they're not happy, I say, you don't have to pay. Yeah. That's it. That's so it. How, how can they complain? But they can't. I, I, I take away that option. Yeah, yeah. I take it away. Yeah, you, I take you, it you away. collect the pay if there's whatever. Yeah. And to the me, door's open. Yeah, to me, is if, if there's some issue, 
I say, no way, there's no charge. Yeah. That customer will come back. Right. And there are times when, when for whatever reason, there's something just isn't right. There's, some, there's something in the way. There's something. And there are times where I've made it a lot better because I can't finish it. And I tell the customer, you know what? I can't finish it. Yeah. Maybe something's in the way. I'm going to make it better. There's no charge. Yeah. And they'll come and say, what? Blown away. they'll say, it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not. Not to me. Yep. And then I got to, And then now that customer, will, they'll call me back forever. Always. Yeah. Always. And they'll tell everybody yeah. that if they hear the word dent, call this guy. So the first guy you mentioned that, that this is Dan, he taught you a lesson. You already had business acumen with your company and all that. But what you realized was just because the guy's proficient and did the job, this is something I preach, yeah. is that, and this is for you, Isaiah, is that do the job or go beyond customer service or right. if there's other dents, whatever. Because if you do that, then they're going to be your salespeople, charge or whatever. But in that's, and you build a book of business, if they, if they call you and they have a dent and they say, and you don't do the job, it's usually going to be because it's not within their budget. They're not going to go to another guy or right. a gal or whatever. It's because it's just from the price standpoint, maybe financially they were hoping it was a couple hundred dollars. I mean, prices for dent mobile have, have hopefully, yeah, with yeah, most of us, yeah. with the cost of living and everything, right? So, so anywho, so that that's the cool thing is what Tino's saying is, is, is he's not just doing the service, but he's explaining things. He's basically giving a full experience, you know. And, I'm educating the customer. You know, I always, I get all these, I thought you had some magnet. I thought you had dry mm -hmm. ice. I had all this stuff. And I was telling, like, people tell me all this stuff about dry ice. And sure. I, say, Look, I tell them, dry, removing dance with dry ice is like Bigfoot. Everybody knows about Bigfoot, nobody's seen it. <laughs> I, said, I said, did you try with dry ice? Yes. Did it come out? No. no. Yeah. So all these people, and so that's why I educate people. And I, I let them watch me, and I explain what I'm doing. Yeah. And I let them stand behind so oh, they sure. can see. The more they appreciate my work, the more they're willing to pay, Love and the more they're willing to tell people, this guy yeah. is, is really good. Because it's guy. a skill. Yeah. And people, they, uh, you get the word, the dents are going to pop out, bubble wrap. you know, And that's hardly the case. So have, you're smart. Having them watch you, having them understand the complexity of it, and the time, and the tediousness, and the craftsmanship of the process gives the value. And then when you're obviously proficient at it, not only am I going to pay this guy, I'm going to use this guy's name if I should need him. And I'm going to tell others. Yeah. And the, the customer has to feel that they're getting value. Right. And, you know, the other thing, too, is like, so my truck, very professional. I wear a uniform. I wear my head with logos on mm -hmm. it. So when I show matter. up, I want them to know this guy's professional. And right. when I talk to them. And I've had customers where they meet me outside, they talk to me. And they open the door. Yes. Because what they're doing is they're interviewing me. They're, they, they are. Know. They're qualifying yeah. you yeah, for sure. Know. Yeah, they want to know. I remember one of my first jobs that I got, this old guy was in in, uh, in his garage, and then the guy says, You just showed up. And I went, Well, yeah, mine has, mine's full. He says, No, no, you don't understand this. This other guy, I call him, he doesn't show up. Then he calls me after, yeah. he says, I was late, and he says, He doesn't show up. Yeah. And no call, no, no nothing. No, that's the other thing. See, that's the other thing. A lot of my competitors, like for the dealers, for example, a lot of the dealers that I got, they have this young guy, he has a good month. Then he doesn't show up. He's in Vegas, he's in Lafayette, he's gambling, he had a great month. And then the, the dealers there with cars and customers that come in, they're going, the guy doesn't show up. Yeah. So then I would show up and I go, don't worry, I show up when I'm supposed to be there, I have right. a schedule. Simple. If I say I'm gonna be there, I'm there. Simple yes, professional yes. courtesies that yeah. you'd be surprised. Yeah. And then I, you know, the other thing too is I say no. I say no to people. If I can't do something, right. I say no. Is it hard for you? No, 
No, because it's hard for it, me. Yeah, no, because okay, I I feel bad when I come. No, okay, yeah, I guess I want to do everything. Right. But if you overpromise, and I get everybody. Oh, it's it's really bad. Right. And then you set right. yourself to fail. So so there are some dance that I wish that I can do, or there are, or there are customers I say, look, I'm sorry. I I know I'm going to work till six today, and I, I can't be there. So right. what I try to do is I actually make my schedule a little bit less. Right. So if I have problems, yeah. But I don't, I don't overpromise. A lot of guys overpromise, right. And they get everybody mad. No, that's not the way. No, to no, no. You got to have control of your schedule. Flip that. The other thing too. Underpromise, overpromise. Yeah, yeah. See, the other thing too is I don't want to be stressed out, rushing to get to a job yeah. or rushing on a job. The first when I first started, the mistakes that I made were all tied to rushing. Time related. Yes. So that's what I figured. If I tell the customer, or they'll say, oh, I you know, made my appointment for eight, but I need to leave by nine. So if I have a picture of it and it's a little ding, no issue. Oh, yeah. nothing to it. I always get pictures now, right. especially with technology. Oh, you have to. Back but in the day, we didn't. Yeah. If it's going to be more complicated, then I just tell them, look, if time is an issue, right. we need to reschedule. Yeah. Because I'm not going to rush. No. I'm not going to rush. You want to do a good job. Right. 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 So I, every customer, I try to get a picture first just to make sure it's doable. I try to give them a price before I show up. Give a range? Um, I, I generally give them a range, but now you know, I'm doing it for so long that once I see it, I just give them a price. Okay. And I would say 90% of the time I just give them a price. Okay. And if, if it's a little more difficult, I just do it anyway. Okay. A lot of times it's going to be easier. But now I do price it expecting it to be more difficult. I don't price it easy. I price it more difficult. Right. So I don't get surprised. Yes. And then because the photos customer. very rarely show. Right. So I so I know how to take. Yeah. I, I try to. I can look at it. I'm, I'm interested more in location more than anything nowadays because I've been. The picture will tell me how deep it is. You know, it's not. Yeah. Me. I'll know if it's way too deep. Yeah. And a lot of times I might tell the customer, you know, I'm not 100 percent sure. Why don't I look at it? Yeah. And then uh, tell them I can do it on the spot. Give them a price. Give them on the spot. Right. But, I, you know, I talked to Jeff uh, over at Beat Suits PDR. Have you ever met Jeff yes, over oh, there? Yeah, yeah, Good guy. Yeah. And and we, we compare notes because we both have shops. And we talk about our close rates. And it's just like you've been doing, we've been doing it for multiple decades. And our close rate with our customers, and not so much repeat, but just in all customers, probably 30, 35%, maybe 40. So between 30 and 40% is our close rate. What would you guess? Not, not Obviously not your wholesale, your retail. What would you say your close rate on your Retail. Mine is really high, and one of the reasons is because of the repeat customers. Mm-hmm. So, so most of your stuff's repeat. You're not getting a lot of new stuff. No. Oh, I mean, I am because yeah, referrals. Because okay. referrals, right. You know what? I, I kind of consider that referrals almost as, as repeat, but they're not. But right. Right. It is a new customer. But a lot of times with, with that referral, a lot of times I'm not even asked for a price. I literally not even ask for a price. Because why? They just, they just they know I'm going to be fair. They know I'm going to do a good job. Trust. And they trust me. Exactly. Trust. They trust me. If you, had an ad, if you had an ad out, they don't know. They're going to see ads like 10 times before yeah. they even respond. But if somebody that they trust says, that, or three people on the phone example, which is great, of course they're going to trust them. And as long as they have a budget, a lot of times people, those are the best customers. That's right. And, I ask and them, you don't abuse it. Yeah. I always ask them, how did you get my How'd you get my name? Right. Very few would say, well, I did it online. Okay. And then, so that's a new one. But yeah. most of the time, it's my brother told me, my whoever yeah, told me. Said, well, you know, do you trust them? Yeah. And there's there's no issue. Yeah. And, no issue. and just so you know, uh, like for example, I talked about things that I don't do. I don't do tanks on motorcycles. I fenders, no problem. We just had this conversation. Yeah. Okay, How about so appliances? 
I don't do them either. Garage now, doors? Now, there's some garage doors. No. Now, I got lucky one time with a washer for a former friend of mine who, who for a friend. And for a there friend. was a big dent. Yeah. I, just, I knew, I found the, the low. And yeah. I, I was able to bring it out and, and it worked out great. Yeah. But what I was say is like, so, for example, there's a learning curve for everything. Oh, so yeah. on the tanks, on motorcycles, low orange peel, great, you know, real hard metal. Mm-hmm. I don't do enough. For me, it's not worth learning it. So I, I anybody calls me with motorcycle, I send them to Jeff. Right. I just tell him, look, yeah. I don't do that. And he likes them. Yeah, he likes I don't them. He's got do the set, he's got a stand. Yeah, he, he, yeah. yeah, I said, I don't do that. So I I tell the customer, just because I can't do it, and what is that, Miracle, was it Miracle 34th Street? When, I don't have the but go to yeah. my competitor. Yeah. Right. That's, so that's what yeah, I Jimmy Stewart did that. Yeah, I, I cannot. I can't you, do the. You tanks. tell them. Excuse me. That. Tell them we'll, we'll be right there and then grab somebody. So I tell them I, I might not be able to do it, Thank but you guys this guy does. Right. And and they appreciate that. And I always tell people, hey, thanks for starting with me. Yeah. And I have people call me. Like, there you so, go. You know, you're I have this. Yeah. Yeah. So I so those things I refer. So but yeah, I refer I refer a lot of work over to stuff that I can't do. Yeah. Or I don't. I don't want to do. Well, and, and I couldn't learn or it need one. or need yeah. want have to need. Right. I was telling Isaiah, seventeen years old, right? I said, look, I prefer to. Sit, I call it staying in my lane, right? That's right. That's I, what I do. I, sure, we could do. We could do gas tanks, and you could learn. You get the stand and the special tools, whatever. And we get them every now and then. I prefer not to for so many reasons. But is here's the, the obvious question: Are there enough cars for you to keep busy? No, it's not worth. Well, I mean, wait. When you ask that question, on that type of work, no. On the other stuff, I have so much that I don't need to do it. There's no reason. I yeah. don't, don't need to do it. Yeah. It, so now, I do big dance. Now, there's see these guys online. They're doing some oh, we massive, do massive, massive, massive. Yeah, yeah. They're coming up. Yeah. So okay. the if oh. there's if they have a shop, you can buy certain equipment that's going to help you to do that type of work. Right. I don't have a shop. Yeah. I am 100% mobile. Yeah. The tools are in my truck. Yeah. So there are certain types of jobs that I'm just not going to do. Right, but I do big dents, yeah. and and people don't realize the stuff that I can do. But now, how did I get that? I had one particular dealer who had an illegal body shop that I actually literally worked for them for two years before I knew they had a body shop okay. on the lot, yeah, hidden away in the back. So finally, when they trusted me enough, they said, "Hey, can you go back there?" So I would work with their their painter. Yeah. So he would say, "Try to get that dent out." Yeah. And don't worry if you break the paint. Don't worry. So he would want me to move it as much as possible like to make his pain. job easier. Yeah. So I, I would I would try to do those jobs without breaking the paint. Yeah. Little by little, I got better. And all of a sudden, I was doing basketball size dents. I was doing yeah. bigger dents. I was doing dents, you know, almost the whole door. Mm-hmm. And and I would, that's where I do my glue point. Right. I would find a low, mm-hmm. get it to move. Just yeah. get, just get move. Out, yeah. yeah, get it through. Um, so I, I learned how to do the, you know, the bigger dents. Because of that guy, and I was getting paid to learn. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing too. Getting better. Man, yeah. No matter what, I'm always learning. I right. Am, even today, I am Have always to. learning. But I can do a lot of big dents. I can do the smaller dents. That's what I specialize in. Yeah. I don't do, like I said, the Crashes. other stuff. I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. do that. I don't do the other stuff. It's about staying in your lane. You, know? that's you right. don't need to. You're I'm busy real enough. Real good at what I do. Yeah. With the tools that I have. Yeah. And I have enough work to keep me busy. And, yeah. and most of my customers and the body, the uh, people, the dealers, that's the work that I do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, someone will have their own body shop and say, hey, you know, we have this car that came in, has a bigger dent. Can you help us out? Yeah. No problem. 
Yeah. And I go and I pick it up. Yeah. But generally the bigger dealers or the body shops don't pay me for that. You know, they 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 want to do it themselves, especially body shops. Yeah. Now the owner of the body shop will call me to take out the ends for his car. Right. But not for the customer's car. No. Generally for the de- for the body shops, I'll do the smaller stuff. Right. Or, or they'll promise they'll sell the guy, hey look, we're gonna do that. We'll do this door over here. If you need a car today or you commit to us, we're gonna take care of that. The customer thinks they're gonna paint that door. Yeah. No, I go in and paint no, yard. Yeah, they pay me to do the yeah, yard. Absolutely. Do the window, yeah. 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 But but I, yeah, the thing where you said stay in your lane. Right. I I only do the work that I'm good at. And if there was enough tanks, motorcycle tanks to do, I would learn it. And they and paid and they paid well. Yeah. People don't realize how much yes. it really but, I mean, you, but you have to do it well. Six, eight hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you have Plus. to do it well. So fenders I do, I just did a hardy, you know, really nice hardy yeah. on the fender. So I fenders it's a little bit easier. Off. Yeah, fenders no big thick. The, the the biggest thing is there's no clear coat. Yeah. So yeah. I mean I mean there's clear coat. Clear. I'm sorry, I'm not saying they they color sanded it. Yeah. So no it's a show car finish. Right. There's yeah. no orange peel. There's nothing to hide. No but texture yeah, to hide. Yeah. There, yeah. There's no orange peel, so you can't hide your pushes. Mm-hmm. So you now we talked earlier about um, before we were here, where one of the things that I used to do is I'd have my panel, sand the hood, I put my little X, and then I would push one time brake me. Right. Then on the next one, so I had a bunch of X's. I mean, hundreds of X's. The next one, I'd say, I'm going to push three times. On the third time, I'm going to break the paint. But I have to move it. It's not just, I mean, I have to move it right before it breaks, right. let it go. Right before it breaks, let it go. Third time, break. Now I'm going to do seven times. Now I'm going to do 15 times, same spot, mm-hmm. 15 times, five times. I go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So now, because I wanted to know exactly when it's going to break, when to stop. With orange peel, you can go high, tap down, high, tap down. Yeah. When you have Glass. a when you have a fender of a Harley that has been color sanded with zero orange peel, you got to know when that point is to stop. I'm not tapping down. No. I so I'm only working from one side. Mm-hmm. That's where that that drill that I used to do. That's where it helps me, and that's why I kind of developed that because I knew there are times you can't work from both sides. So I tap like crazy and I use a hammer and I'm going both sides. But on a show car finish, you can only push it's one really direction. hard. So you have to stop. You got to know where that point is. Yeah. So that's where that drill helped me do that. Yeah. And, and yeah, because I'm only I'm only working the metal from one side. It's almost like you know, I'm sure you've done this for body shops. They've had a fresh paint and pan on there's a dent. Yes. Where you can't tap on fresh. Paint. I have worked in the booth. <laughs> literally, literally fresh. In the booth, as soon as it's say, ventilated, they say we just realized there's a dent on that door. Yeah, oops. literally happens. Yes, and the paint is wet, and you can only push one side. Yeah, you if try I to tap down, peel, it's gonna be a mess. Yeah, yeah. If I have orange peel, you know, I use my hammer. You know, another thing that's really interesting. About ten years ago, I how I again just learning to make it better. So I use a tap down very little, very little. I use uh, my deadcraft hammer flat. I tap metal to metal, and I will move metal ridges. I will bring them down. Your blender, your metal, talking about? yes, blend metal. Even the high spots, bending ridges. Mm-hmm. I now I developed that working for dealers because how do you hit metal to metal and not damage the paint? Yeah. In the beginning, I was damaging the paint. Yeah. 
So little else can't stop. So now I will get you, and sometimes I gotta, I gotta have the customer, I gotta explain that look. You might want to walk away. Because yeah, I'm getting <laughs> I'm beating on your car. metal to metal, <laughs> and I'm moving it without yeah. damaging people. Yeah. And the customer will look. Now I developed that with a lot of practice. Mm -hmm. Once I was able to move metal, getting it metal to metal, mm -hmm. raised yeah. it. Yeah, metal levels. Oh my God. Right. Sure. It yeah. took me to a totally different level. And nice. the amount of metal that I can move quickly, it not only did it take me to another level to skill, but the speed of making that repair, tremendous. So yeah. so a lot of times when I, I do have to work in both directions, but yeah. I'm not tapping down. I'm actually with the flat end of the, I'm actually hitting the metal yeah. and I'm bringing it down. Mm -hmm. I'm tapping down instead of one little area at a time, I'm tapping down five areas at a time, right. flat, and I'm bringing it back. So yeah. I, I I go metal to metal a lot. Yeah. And that changed my metal game yeah. a lot. That that's uh Isaiah, that's that's a thing that the Germans preach. Um they, they swear they got most of those guys they're very arrogant about the TDR because it kind of originated from Germany originally. And they say that most of them the tap downs are kind of like sinful. You're not you're supposed to just use blending hammers for and you're not supposed to make sharp highs. And so your most of your highs are kind of more mounded. And then you use the blending hammers like Tina's right. talking about. Yeah, and now there are times you 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 know depending on how deep it is, depending on the dent, you have to go past it because oh, oh yeah, yeah sharp. So so you got to know both. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you got to overstretch. You Bring it up and then come back. Yeah, there's no way. And, and it's interesting again when we talk about this thing with YouTube. So those are things that I developed, and then afterwards, like if I would look at YouTube and I would say, that guy's doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So there are guys you didn't that have are, that, that right, crutch. There are guys that I see on YouTube that are really good. And then I look at their style, and I'm like, that's, that's my style. Yeah. But I didn't copy them, I developed them. Yeah. And we there are other choice. guys who do it totally different. I'm going, that's not my style. Right. I don't do it like that. Mm -hmm. it is. But there are some guys that are out there putting videos, and I'm going, that's exactly what I do. Yeah. And it's just, I developed it. Right. I mean, you, you have to develop, just like anything else, you know, whatever craft, you have to develop your skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the way you do it, the yep. way you see it. You can put your spin on it. Yeah, you have to. You have to, and, and you focus on that. But you can't. You can't do everything. No. You can't do it, and you can't do everybody's style. No. You can't, you know, no, you have to develop. What are you Some doing? people like paddles. There's so many different things. Right. Some people are big flat bar guys and whatever, or hail guys. You just It's best if you can somehow kind of find what works for you and kind of stay with it Yeah, and get it, really good at that. That's right. I don't, I, I haven't really, I mean, I see all these new tools, everything else. I do it with my tools. Yeah. I do with my tools. Until there's something that's out there that's going to really help yeah. you level up, like a blending hammer or glue pulling. You know, I'm always watching. I'm sure you are too. But yeah, most of the time it's the latest, greatest new tip or whatever. It's like, I already got tips that need to do what I need. To yeah, do. you know, I have a bunch of tips that I never even used that I bought 20 years ago mm -hmm. that are brand new. And I look at them and I'm going, man, a different size, everything uh -huh. else. And I do it with my hammer. Yeah. I do it all with the hammer. I, I, now, I would say maybe 1%. I use a tap down of all the ones that I use. Maybe maybe one percent. I'll use a tap down. Yeah, and the good. rest of it's just hammer, it's just yeah. flat hammer. When I first started, a lot of tap downs. Sure. Not anymore. When I yeah. when I developed that, and it's a good way to start. Yeah. I think I think after have, you understand yeah. the way the metal moves, you know, and you get get familiar with it, then if you want to transition, get yourself a blending hammer, and then do what Tino's talking about. What kind of so using the dent craft blending? Is it is it the small little little head? No, or the, well, the, big well, no like the, the bigger inch? the bigger round bigger one. one. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I do I use. Believe it or not, like if it's real at the edge, uh -huh. I'll flip to the smaller side yeah. with no rubber. You know, they got the little, well, sometimes I'll put that little rubber deal on the top yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, it just goes over the top. Uh -huh. um, 
or use that sometimes if I just want to try to open and push it down and try yeah. to open it up. But a lot of times if I'm just doing, I'll hit with a smaller size, but most yeah. of the time I hit with a bigger rounder size and mm -hmm. I just hit flat. Yeah. And I nice. hit flat because if you don't hit flat, you're going you're gonna you to scar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're going to scar that. Yeah, so you got to hit flat. Yeah. And, you gotta, and then the other thing, left or right hand, I use I use both. both. Ambidextrous. Yep, I use both. What What about, um? can you grab that? Let's see. Was oh, that me? That's me. So I need to grab it. Um, okay, so another question. Well, we were talking technical. Let's get back to the dealers real quick, just for Isaiah or anybody that's listening. Yeah. So you, do you ever do your service drive stuff? Oh, yeah. When I go to the dealer, I try to do everything. Okay. Not All departments. Yes. Use. Everything in there, I, I make sure. I tell them, and when I, what I try to do, I try to educate my dealers. I'm only here on Wednesdays. So if you have any work. Schedule it. Yes, let's schedule it yeah. for, for scheduling. Courtesy. If the customer's there on Tuesday, and, and he's there, let's say, look, give him my number, I'll go to their house. Right. Because generally, when they go to the dealer, they live in that area. Right, they're not, they're not coming from Palm right. Springs. Right, they're not going to go across town Hopefully. to a dealer. Yeah. Most of the time, they're going to go to the nearest dealer. Yeah. So I tell them, just, I'll go to them. Yeah. I'll go to them. Yeah. Um, so I try to do everything in that dealer, and then when a customer calls me and says, oh, Frank, you have all you have road. By the way, I am the, I do the landlord dealer in this city, in this city, mm -hmm. I'm the guy. Yeah. So not only do, that's another reason we support the dealers, because when you get the retail customer, you tell them, I, I, I do the Mazda dealer in this area. I do the Ford right. dealer in this area. Right. I'm their dead guy. Right. And I tell them, Trust. if you go to the dealer, they're gonna mark it up, minimum 33%. If you work with me directly, you know, it, it, it helps. And the dealers don't have an issue with that. Because they're yeah. not going to really make a lot of money in this. No, it's they a courtesy service. Yes, right, exactly. So a lot of times, if you can take it out of that, mm -hmm. they appreciate it. Yeah, they better. Better. just take care yeah. of this little head. If it, now, if the car is there for the work, then I try to get in there. Right. Tell me, how many days will the car be there? Oh, right. until Friday. Oh, great, that's my day. I'll be there Friday morning. Yeah. So I schedule it. But yes, when I'm at the dealer, I try to do everything. Service drive. Uh, I make sure I know all the, all the service riders. And I let them know. And I take care of it, and I'll do the service right there. Dance America, I do for free. I always do that you're, all the time. Gracious. I do, I do all that. Yeah, so wow. I, I have no issue. Yeah. You know, I'm already there. I'm not gonna go to a special trip, and I can do it quickly. And that service rider, when he has no dance on his car, yeah. or he gets it, I just did one for a landlord guy, a service yeah. rider for a landlord. He got a brand new Subaru. He opened the door. He opened the door for the dance. Mm -hmm. Probably the size of a golf ball. I took it out. That guy is so happy. Yeah, and he's so going to get you work. He so feels exactly. to you. That I will get, I will be paid for that dent right. many times over. Yeah. So you have to, times. you know, as, yeah, there's, there's no issue with that because I know, and I do it for any of the managers. I do it. They don't take advantage of me. None of them do. Because some will, Yeah. by the way. But My they, sister's they, girlfriend's husband. Yeah, no, they, they don't do that. They don't do that. Um, but I get a lot of work because of that. Yeah. But yeah, good. anything on the dealer, I want to capture the employees yeah i want to I, and i give them the you know the like for example other mechanics i'll give them the same rate that i charge the dealer yeah good i'm there and yeah. i'll say where's your car right we'll bring it over so it's, it's right there second, yeah. it's a customer. so i try Convenient. to get every employee on that lot i want to do their cars yeah and i want to get referrals from them yep. and i want to do every customer that comes in for the service drive yeah i want to do it all yeah. i want to do everything anything affiliated with that dealership yeah and i do that to every dealer Smart. That yeah. way you lock it up technically, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and he's the guy. And that's why it's important to wear, yeah, to wear a uniform because when I'm at Brand. the dealer, that's right. I'm going in, and I'm going into the dealer, and I'm in the customer's car. You know, you, when I walk in there and I get their car, they have to feel comfortable. 
Yeah. Who's this guy? Trust. Yeah. yeah I know who this guy is. Yeah. Yeah. So you're dressed in plain clothes. They don't know who he is. No, and there's a lot of guys who do. They're out yeah, there. they don't get it. Yeah. They don't get it. Last thing, I don't want to take up your whole Saturday. We have a new student here. So for, for Isaiah, 17 year old from Maine, or anybody that's listening, what's your advice, Tino, uh, for a, a new student getting into the business? How can they? You, you mentioned a couple of tips about the panels and the X's and all that. Some of the things you did or the hours you put in, whatever. And I think I've got a question. So hold on one sec. Pause. Yeah. You did the, the dude from Sandy's uh-huh. came by. Yeah. yeah. Car that he hit. Uh huh. What you gave him a number on that already? Which car? It's like Sonata or Honda Thunder. I don't remember that one. So that's he wants an estimate on that one. Yeah. That's probably between four fifty to five hundred. Right. Yeah. Thank you. So advice to young students as far as how to like that first that first step. He's gonna leave here, and I'm gonna give him a practice exercise, probably like I did with you twenty years ago. Um, what's advice for him to get to that next level? Okay, first of all, the most, I think the most important thing, do not chase the money, chase the craft. If you can master the craft, the money will come. There's a lot of guys that, when I first got into it, I was competing against, they had problems. Mm-hmm. They were showing up just to make money and go. Yeah. There are guys that I, that have, I've been on Deidre's where they were the dead guy that I started with. They were ahead of me, like oh, yeah. they had already been in it. Yeah. They were chasing the money and I'm they're being replaced by me. And and they would say, Wait a minute, you I remember you when you started. <laughs> right. You're replacing me? Yeah. If you have any questions, go in there and talk to the guy. Yeah. I chase the craft. Yeah. And I still chase the craft. Once right. I've given the number and all that, when I'm taking the den out, I don't even think about the money. I don't think about any I'm only thinking of the den. Me yeah. and that den. Do the job. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a battle between me and the den. Sometimes the den wins, the bad ones, and, but that's honest. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's yeah. a battle between me and the den. Everything else does not matter. But I, I chase the craft you need to do. This is a true craft. It's not you know people cannot just go buy something and do it. No, no. It's 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 hours and hours and hours and hours of developing our skill. The better you are, the more money you make. Yeah, that's number one. The other thing is what I did, and and I truly and even today. Is you have to practice, you have to practice, you have to practice. And when I say that, even today, I'm working on dents that might be a little bit different or a different area that change the model of the car, the new car. Yeah. You have to figure it out. You have to figure out, okay, this is a new model. Or the mechanics have a panel off. I'm going in there taking pictures of the, of the inside of the panel. Okay, right. when do we get to see the inside of the panel? Right. Especially on a new vehicle. So they'll come out with yeah. a new model. 24 is coming out. New model, new, new design. Panels are off. I'm taking pictures. I'm making a note of them. But I'm always, always learning. That's the other thing. You always have to learn. But in the beginning, you have to practice. You have to practice. You have to practice. And you're trying to perfect. The other thing, what I did is, like when I would practice on the panels, when I would put in, I literally would put in 500 dents on the door. I would start small. 500 dents. Yeah. I would start small. I didn't go to a big dent. I couldn't do a small dent. So I started with a small dent, shallow dent, so I could do it. And then I went a little bit deeper. Bigger was really the issue. Depth, the depth mm-hmm. was, was the big. But I would, I would change to deeper, to bigger. But I didn't jump to that until I could do this. Keeps just you getting like, frustrated. Huh? Yeah, and the other thing is you're wasting time and you're doing bad habits over here, because when you start small, you're learning how to do it. Then you add a little bit to it. You keep adding, and so that's how I developed to do the bigger dents, because I didn't start with the bigger dents because you just get confused. Yeah, there's no reason. Right, and go through. And you know we talked earlier about the what what you know the lines with the, with your light. The lines 
or the light will talk to you. You're doing, it's going to tell you what to do. I, I do what my lines are telling me to do. And I just listen to them, and they're telling me what to do. I'm reading the dent, and I'm going step by step. I'm not guessing anything. I might be trying something different to see if it moves, but I'm watching the metal, and I'm going step by step, and I'm, I'm just doing one step at a time. It doesn't matter. You know, people, I, I, you know, I mean, I've worked in $500,000 Rolls Royce. That I think I'm working on this job. This lady comes to me and says, I know you can't do this, um, but can you just look at it? Quarter size dent on a quarter panel. She had an estimate $10,000 of Rolls Royce. Guy at the gas station, the guy full service at the time, uh, at this one gas station, the poor kid hit it with a, with a nozzle. Oh, and oh, and I... so I did it, and people said, well, man, didn't you get nervous for $500,000 car? Nope. I just did one step at a time. Whether it's a $10,000 car or $500,000 car, I read my no. lines, and I just no. did, and you block everything out, mm -hmm. and it's one step at a time. Yep. One step at a time. And, and just, you know, yeah, but, but I, I think... Yeah, and the other thing, it is hard. It's hard to learn. It's hard physical work. Uh, we're outside all the time. <laughs> you know, so you know that's the way I always have been. Hey, I played football. We had double days, and and it's hard. But those hard times, you'll get past those. Those hard times will pass, and you just can't give up. And the other thing that I just say to myself was, shit, that other damn guys doing. You know. They're doing it. That's right. How'd they learn? Yeah. Right. So Same I just, way. yeah, you, but you have to put in the time. There are no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. You just have to put in the time and every single day push dents. Every single day push dents. In the beginning, I did it seven days a week. Like I said, I was either in my backyard or working. If I didn't have any work on, the, on a Saturday or Sunday, I was still pushing dents on my panels. Oh, yeah. On, on panels. I was doing Instead it. Instead of taking time off. Yeah. In the beginning, you, you have to push every single day. You talk about the 10,000 hours to, be, yeah. to master something. Yeah. There is no shortcut. There is no matter what what we do, you have to put in the time. There are no there are no shortcuts. And I think a lot of people, a lot of you know, I don't think it's in your case, but a lot of young people, they they want it now. You can't do it for this. This is a craft. You can't. You Definitely have sure. to master it, right? But once you have the skill, man, that could never be taken away. Never. So you have you have to first learn the craft, and then you have to learn the business side of it. We didn't talk a lot about the business side. I mean, we did with the video, but yeah. but the business side of it, you have to run it like a business. You know, I always say, if there's a guy who's a really good cook, and he says, "I'm going to open a restaurant," just because you can cook doesn't mean you can run a restaurant. No. Right. Different skills. So you have to develop. You have to have both. You have to be able to run it like a business. It is a business, and you have to think of it. This is a business. So you have to be really good with the craft, and you have to be really good with the business side of it. Charge, you have to collect money. You know, dealers or somebody who doesn't, who's not paying, you have to get your money. That's right. You have to get your money. A lot of guys don't like that part of it. We have to get paid for what we do. And if, right. if the customer, if, if the dealer is really tough paying, I drop them. And I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to. You're wasting more time yeah. chasing them than yeah. could be doing jobs that you right. can get paid for. Right. But yeah, practice time. every day, every single day. Master the skill. Don't chase the money. Chase the craft. Man, when you're good, when you're good, people, people, they'll come to you. Yeah, you'll be making money at that point. Yeah, yeah. You know that's, that's the other thing too. You know about the, the state is, 
in a very short time, the money that I was making, uh, running my construction company with, with many employees, I was making the same amount of money by myself through my truck. Right. You know, with less stress. I mean, <laughs> Thank literally, God. Yeah, yeah, today, that's the other thing too, where I love what I do, I have zero stress. Literally zero stress. Awesome. On a job, mm -hmm. hey, I control it. Yeah. I don't overschedule. I don't, I don't, you know, I just don't do any of the things that would cause stress. Yeah. I enjoy my day every yeah. single day when I go out. You know, I tell people, this is a working vacation right here. I mean, literally, it's a working vacation. You seem really calm. Yeah, yeah. From oh. the time when I first talked to you way back, I remember oh. you were telling me about the stress <laughs> and the company. And like I said, I remember all that. I remember, I, I, I thought it was electrical. I didn't realize it was gas. Yeah, it was but gas. I remember it was yeah. the utility. Yeah. You had a hundreds of employees. You said the stress was killing you and you're getting rid of all that crap and you're going to get into something and you're going to gonna reset. Yeah, I want to be outside. I don't want employees. I don't want to shop. You know, I thought right. about having a shop at one mm -hmm. time. I don't want to shop. And you know when it rains, I still work because people have garages or yeah. you know. They'll still be working. Yeah. yeah, I work all the time. Um, you know, but the stress level, I don't have. I have zero stress. I enjoy my life. I have mm -hmm. hobbies. I didn't have hobbies before. I have hobbies. Yeah. If, if I finish early one day, I go home and I'm happy yeah. and I can work on my hobbies and you know I enjoy life. But before yeah. I wasn't enjoying. I was working. I was making money. But I wasn't enjoying life. Right. Today. Working vacation, making money, I control my own schedule. Mm -hmm. I have great relationship with my customers, and I enjoy every single day. And my customers see it. Yeah. They always say, "Man, you love what you do." Oh, they know. They know. And I can tell you. The challenge to, to take out a dent. Oh man, it, it's good. It's rewarding. I, I just got chills even just saying that. Well, it's it's, it's rewarding. There's nothing yeah. better than yeah. in a customer, especially the circumstance. The customer really needs you to do it for whatever reason, and then you perform. And they're thinking, I've had people cry. I'm sure you have too. Give me a, we got a, Jeff got a hug the other day for fixing this guy's truck. He was going to sell a truck he thought was ruined. Jeff fixed it. The guy comes up and just gives him a hug. Jeff's just like, okay. I mean, I had no idea it was such a big deal. It's emotional, right? Yeah. Now it's rewarding what we do. I mean, no, it's I, nice I, to get paid too. But. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of times where, I, where, you know, there'll be a dad and the guy says, you need this. I don't know, but I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. And I did, and that might be the one that I challenge. That's I still get that. Sure. I still get that. Oh, yeah. And I said, let, me see, let me see if it moves. I tell them, let me see if it moves. And I'll keep on until the metal's going to tell me it's metal or the paint will tell me no. Yeah. But a lot of times I can do it. Yeah. You know, I just, I might not think that I can do it. And then it comes out because I just, I just do what I've been taught to do. Mm -hmm. Don't overthink it. No. One step at a time. Yeah. Block everything out. And just focus, focus on, on what the lines are telling me. Yeah. Very zen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's the other thing. Oh my God. I, you know, like I said, I'm OCD, so I would go home when I had my other business, I would still be trying to, I couldn't stop, couldn't stop. Yeah. Today, it feeds it. Man, when I go home, I'm just, I'm actually relaxed, mm -hmm. calm, because all my focus, that's the other thing too, oh my God, you have to develop this focus thing, because there are times I might be on a dent for an hour, just focus on that dent, and at the end of the day, man, I'm, I'm just tired, but focus, do you develop? Where there's times when I'm working, I hear nothing, and then I'll hear like a hummingbird. I hear like, you know, I see a bus. And I and then I'm yeah. working, and all I'm hearing is the hummingbird. All I'm hearing is that bird singing. And I just block. And there might be trains going by, traffic going right, by. Right, because you don't hear it. Block yeah. everything yeah. out. And that's that's where you're in. You know, people talk about being in the zone, and you're just in, in the thing. And that's what I try to do. 
is I would again I go into this place and I just block everything out and it's just me and the difference. Me and the difference. Who's gonna win? Yeah. Who's gonna win? I was telling uh, Isaiah's story. We were doing hail a couple years ago. I, I traveled. Um, I had some a former student running the shop a little bit. I was gone for the summer. And me and another tech, we had our headphones on, we're in the zone, doing our dance. Started maybe around seven, it was about four o'clock, and it just kind of came across me, like, wait a minute. And so I took the headphones off, my hammer, I, I didn't even have my hammer anymore nearby. We just, we, I pushed two or three panels of hail, never had a high spot, which talk about being in the zone, right? It was pretty special. And, and I also don't, didn't think that Judd had either. This guy had been doing it for probably almost too long for me. And I yelled over across the thing. He said, what? I startled him, takes his head, like, what, what's going on, what's going on? I go, do you hear that? And he goes, hear what? I go, exactly, it was nothing. I go, how many high spots have you tapped down today? And he kind of paused for a minute. I don't think I've tapped number one. Neither one of us have. And that just goes back to the concentration, like you're talking about yeah. getting, you, it's a skill you learn, subconsciously probably, right? I don't think you consciously think, no, I need to concentrate, right, no, do it. Yeah. And yeah, you just get into that zone and you hack it in and then hopefully you have the, the time and the, you know, the pressure or whatever is not there and you just perform. Yeah, I was, you know, I played sports, so it's always competition. You play against somebody, you're trying to do something, but that's the way I look at it. It's me against the difference. Yeah, yeah. It's me against the difference. And, yeah. and I hate when the dent wins. And, and it will occasionally. You've, yeah. you've had some dents beat you. Yeah. You know, so have I, so is he, and we're yeah. going to have more beaters. But and a lot of times, the access might not. There might be something behind it, which is the worst thing. They'll they'll put something against the the skin as opposed to a brace. It'll be against the skin. There's nothing you do. You know, there's nothing you do. Um, we we thought, or they'll chase some some carbon fiber. They'll chase something. Mm. You know, that is ain't coming out. Yeah, there's so many different things. Yeah. New models, everything's getting rivians, whatever. So. so, but yeah, but that's yeah. the reason too. I like beaters because. When those new models come out, man, I'm, I'm, there are times that a customer will call me mm -hmm. and they have whatever, say it's a new model, yeah. and they send me a picture, yeah. and I'll schedule it, but I'll go to the dealer before I schedule it. Right. I'll find a new model, uh -huh. and then I'll find access to make sure there's access, and sure, I'll find it sure. from that new model. Yeah. And of course, they, they let me, you know, they, That's cool. they, they don't even, yeah, so I go and I figure it out on the new, on the, at the dealer, right. before you go before to the, the customer. customer. I don't want to be figuring it out at the customer's house. There's times you have to, there's no, but no other way. But yeah, yeah, but I'd rather be prepared. Do it at the yeah. I love it. That's yeah. smart game. Yeah. Well, dude, I appreciate you. you hour, hour 10 looks like hour 12. I appreciate you coming down. Los Alamitos to probably a 34 minute drive. Uh, it's a great reunion. 20, 20 years. Uh, I'm glad you're still doing it. Obviously, you're in good health. Great information for our student here. He's going to benefit from this as well as anybody else that's listening that wants to get into it. Yeah, no, it changed my life. It did. It yeah. changed it. It was good. It was a good, good move. Yeah, healthy. Yeah, yeah. So you got to stay. We talked about earlier. You got to stay in shape. Yeah, you do body the work. Yeah, yeah, mind, body, all that's important. So we get better. But yeah, it, 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 it changed my life. It, it really did. Yeah. And I was chasing one thing and I was missing out. On life. Yeah. Today, having just doing what I do in my business, I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I'm enjoying life. Very different. Yeah. You know, and it's great to be paid and make the money. I, I make right. I make the amount of money that I want to make and that I'll earn. Sure. And and I and I do well. I mean I do well. Right. 
and I'm not, you know, because if I, you know, when I when I left my when I sold my other business, there was other construction companies that would call me, and I would say, you could never pay me. You could never pay me what it would take for me to leave what I'm doing. Yeah. Number one, you want me to work 60, 70, 80 hours yeah. for the amount of pay. Right. Then the stress level. Yeah. That you couldn't. So it's I, I worked it. less hours. I have zero stress, and I make as much money that you would want me to have 20 hours and be all stressed out. You couldn't, you couldn't, no. I tell them, you could not pay me what yeah. it would take for me to leave what I'm doing. Yeah, you couldn't do it. Life. Yeah, couldn't do it. Yeah. So people don't realize that. But yeah, it, it's it's a much better place. Yeah. Now, it's hard, and, and you have to be disciplined, and there'll be a lot of no's in the beginning, but so what? You just got to fight through it. Keep moving. Keep yeah. moving forward. Keep so, moving forward. Every, every, every. Learn from every job, every customer. Don't stop learning. Yep. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Tino. That was crazy good. Just one.
Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too.